Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. On today's episode of The Determined Mom Show, we have a very special guest, Alessandra Polina. So she is the owner of the Polina PR firm, and she has so much experience in PR and helping her clients to really get that exposure and things that maybe they don't even think of. We had a conversation about it during the pre-call, and it was amazing, all of the things that she was saying that she can do for people and help people with. So I'm so happy to have her on the show. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. So the first thing that I always love to ask is I love to know how you got started working from home or like, you know, I know you have an office now and I know you have a whole big setup, which is amazing. And we all are striving to get there. But how did you um, start? Like what? Yeah, well, well, my I mean, it's not so big <laughs> right now, but it did. Yeah, I started like over seven years ago. And I just got my first true office space, like last year. So I definitely was. And I still kind of consider myself a work from home because I still can do my work at home whenever I want. I mean, <laughs> there's still that flexibility. Um, but I started a long time ago. I started before I had kids and working from home was a lot easier. Um, there was no reason not to work from home. But yeah, I started, it was, it was about seven and a half years ago, I guess now from when we're recording this. Mm -hmm. And I was doing PR for a really small firm um, already and had built up a lot of experience, even though I, I started the business like within a year of graduating college, but I had taken advantage of so many internships and opportunities throughout college. And just afterwards that I had experience working in multiple different settings, multiple different companies, agencies, and in-house and all types of different, you know, big, small. And so I had a pretty good sense of like, what I liked and what I didn't like and, mm -hmm. and had, you know, the experience and even the contacts that I needed for basically starting my own business. So my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time was like, why don't you just start taking on your own clients and do this by yourself? And yeah. so that's kind of what I, what I did. Um, I just started with, you know, one and was still doing work with at this other place and which I know you can't always do. So just be very transparent. Like yeah. they were really supportive. It's, it was like basically it, the person who owned that company is now still a very good friend and was very supportive with, you know, if you want to take on some clients on this side, that's fine. If you know, they're not that's ones nice. that you would do through this company. Yeah. So yeah, I started from there and did it at home for a long time and, um, had my son five years ago and it's shifted a lot yeah. <laughs> over the time. And since then, so yeah, until, until we are today, we're, you know, still doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I would say you were very fortunate to be with a company that would be supportive of you at that time, because I see so many horror stories about people who, you know, like their company, like instantly fires them if they find out that they're working outside or, you know, there's all those non-compete clauses and things that people have to sign. So um, I think it's awesome that you were able to do that. Yeah, I think it, it kind of like, you know, people are like, how did you do that? You know, so young and, so, you know, it takes such a big leap and this and that. But I, I was extremely fortunate in that it really wasn't that big of a leap for me at the time, which is like yeah. what made it possible, I think. I mean, not that it wouldn't have been possible otherwise, but it made it a lot easier. So yeah. I think that, that was really, really lucky. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Well, what a blessing and what a great way to get started to basically just continue doing what you love and not have to figure out something new. I know a lot of um, a lot of us that got started kind of as a way to leave our other job, kind of. I mean, like I got started because I didn't want to go back after my maternity leave. And so I was like, I got to figure out something that I can do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's awesome that you were already kind of in that space and, and knew what you liked too, because there's a lot of trial and error that goes into um, not knowing. Yeah. And I think one of the things too is like, I mean, with PR and most forms of marketing, like it is a really conducive business for working from home or starting your own thing, even if it is like on the side or as a, you know, a smaller projects here and there, because because of the type of work and how you can just work with, you know, one client if you want to. And most of, most of the stuff you'd be doing, you could do at home at night, even, you know, like I used to go yeah. to a job in the day and then do my client stuff at night and, you know, just schedule emails to send in the morning or whatever. So it looked like I was working during yeah. working hours or whatever. Like you could just, I could just kind of do it all. And it worked out well because I would think partly the industry and the type of work. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. So tell us about a little bit about PR and then I want to jump right into your topic. So what is PR and your topic is definitely why do you need PR, how to use it, increase visibility for your brand. And I want to know all of those things. And I know that our listeners probably do too, because PR is something that we always hear. Um, what is that one show? I can't remember what that one show. There's a show that I watched. that's like all about a PR firm and, you know, and like, what is it? Like, I think that's a kind of an elusive um, thing. Because when we think of PR, we think of like this big firm in New York, and they're doing all this stuff for huge companies. But PR in our small, tiny mom owned businesses, let us know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and it can vary. Definitely, like, a lot of big businesses offer a lot of services. And um, I consider my company, I mean, I say a full service PR and marketing agency because so basically I'll start from the beginning. I'll start from the beginning. PR is basically a piece of the larger marketing puzzle. Um, and mostly when, yeah, when, when like a company says they're hiring a PR firm, it's they're hiring someone to get them in the news, to get them featured in the media. So PR can encompass and, and does encompass a, a lot of other components too. And a lot of them do overlap a lot with marketing. So like at a PR firm, we might also do things like, you know, help throw events and help with cross promotion relationships or social media marketing or social media collaborations, things like that. And even other forms of, of direct marketing, like helping with digital campaigns and things like that. Um, but for the most part, like when people say they want PR or that they're hiring a PR agency or really what I mean when I <laughs> say that I specialize in PR is really like the media relations side of things. Um, so technically public relations is anytime you're relating with your publics. So that's why it can be some of that direct, you know, some people would consider the direct marketing part of that too, because obviously those people are your, your publics, your audiences. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, we're thinking about the media. So how are we relating with the media to get them to want to write about your brand or, you know, include you in some way in the articles or the pieces that they're putting together. So it's different than a lot of, like, you know, your, your regular marketing that you might be doing, especially like, you know, with like a lot of online businesses and home-based businesses and things like, like just what's, what we've been seeing a lot pop up in the last couple of years. I feel like people are pretty savvy with 
their direct marketing. You know, we all know we need an email list and, you know, you're probably doing your social media marketing and reaching those people and trying to get them to buy from you. But the difference is that PR is reaching people who are not already on your list. Yeah. So you're, you have less control over it. You're putting yourself out there and asking basically for people to write about you um, or your brand, you know, include you in stories, write stories about what you're doing and what you're offering and things like that. And you don't have the control over how it comes out. You're not actually writing the pieces yourself and you're not paying for the pieces. So it's different from advertising. A lot of people come to me and they're like, you know, if you see a, a P, if someone comes to you with a PR opportunity and that's in air quotes mm -hmm. and say, you know, and it will be $150, that's not PR. That's yeah. advertising. They're asking yeah. you to advertise on their website or whatever it may be. And maybe they're trying to couch it as, you know, it's going to be an, an advertorial or something yeah. where it's going to look like an article or look like something else, mm -hmm. look like a le legitimate shout out. But if you're paying for it, it's advertising. And that means you have say over what it says, what it looks like. You get to have them direct, you know, a link to your website or whatever you want them to do because you're paying for it. But people can tell that that's not really authentic. So the difference is that PR is earned media. So you put yourself out there and provide all the information as to what a story could be and why people would care. But then the writer or, you know, the publisher, the editor, whatever wants to do a piece and they put it together based on their own thoughts in their own words. And it's editorial. So you don't have a say over how it comes out, but it comes across a lot more authentically. Yeah. Okay. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great explanation. And that really um, cleared up a lot of questions that I have. And, you know, I can see the need for it. Um, my question is, do you primarily work with like brick and mortar businesses? Do you work with a lot of online businesses? And is there a need for online businesses to do PR? Yeah, I mean, it's a mix. I work with a mix. I do work with a lot of brick and mortar. Um, I think I think the, the main thing to keep in mind is that a lot of people don't necessarily start out their business with a marketing budget in mind, mm -hmm. which is a huge mistake, I think, in almost every case. Although, I mean, with a lot of online businesses, like you really can get started by yourself. You know, as long as you can get a couple of clients, like you can have your business up and running and that might be fine. But if you do need to be reaching larger audiences or want to set yourself up as more of a, you know, key player in your space, then you do need to be planning to do marketing and some kind of PR probably. Um, but yeah, a lot of online people don't, which, but you can do a lot of it by yourself too. And that's kind of what I usually do preach. Mm -hmm. Um, I think most people would benefit from it. And like the one caveat is you have to be putting out something authentic and unique. Like I, I do kind of always say like, if you're in an MLM business or you're, you're kind of reselling a product that you're not creating yourself, then that would be, re that's really tricky because you're basically yeah. promoting something that you didn't invent and mm -hmm. nobody's going to want to do an article on that because they'd rather talk to the person who actually invented the product or started yeah. overall company. So that's the one kind of little caveat I try to add in there. Um, but yeah, if you have an online business and you could benefit from having a, you know, building your reputation or having a wider audience, um, you know, reaching a wider audience, then yes, it can be beneficial. And I think a lot of the times actually it's almost more important to differentiate yourself in those ways when you have an online business and maybe you don't have those same personal connections or, you know, don't have those, you're not building your business through like in-person, you know, networking opportunities that you might find where you're meeting people in person who want to yeah. work with you and things like that. Because the great thing about PR is if you get featured in 
and in something, you know, then you have those links. You can share those. It helps with your Google results. Mm -hmm. um, all of those things that then feed into all of the other online marketing that you're probably already doing or want to do. Yeah. Like this just helps with that. And it helps, yeah. it helps elevate that and um, make that stuff all more successful. Okay. That's awesome. I love it. So how do we use it and basically increase our visibility? Yeah. Well, I think the main thing to keep in mind is, um, I mean, maybe revisiting back to like one of the differences and one, one of the reasons that it's so great is that your the, the, the opportunity that it provides is for you to reach a much wider audience because you're going to be getting in front of hundreds of thousands of people or whoever, you know, however many people read this thing or watch the show or whatever it is, listen to even listen to your podcast episode, you know, that counts, pitching yeah. yourself for a podcast and that can be a great place to start by the way. Mm -hmm. um, the, but yeah, so you're reaching all of those people. And I think one thing maybe that I should also, I don't let me go on a tangent about this, but <laughs> one thing okay. that I point out is that, the difference, the one thing that you have to just kind of keep in mind in terms of mindset, like if you have kind of gotten into like the online marketing, you're used to doing your own like marketing and you might have honed into, a, you know, your ideal client avatar and you think you're only talking directly to that person and everything you put out should be relating to them. And with PR, it's a little different. And so that's like a little bit of a mindset shift. You're not necessarily going to be reaching only those people. Mm -hmm. But you need a message that might go a little bit beyond that. Um, and don't get too caught up in feeling like you have to be only reaching your ideal audience. Because with media, especially with more traditional media, like the, the audience is just not that targeted. So you're going to be reaching a ton of people. And a smaller portion of them are actually going to be your tar your actual you know, ideal audience and the people who are going to be interested and can find you. And that's fine. That's still going to be way more people than you'd be reaching otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, but... I mean, and there are, there are obviously like, especially these days, websites and, you know, publications that are super targeted and focused. Yeah. You can find plenty of publications that specifically cater towards mom, work from home business owners even. So like those are a great place to start, but I don't want you to think that you should only be pitching those places because those are the ones that, you know, you know, your audience is reading. There's no reason that you shouldn't pitch some local publications, if you're running a local business or, or even if you're an, an online business, but you live in a certain town that might be interested in doing a story about how this, you know, mom business owners or how you've started this business that impacts people around the world or whatever it is. So yeah, those, a local publication, it's going to be reaching tons of people who are not, you know, your ideal client, Yeah, but that's still a great audience for you to be reaching. That still builds your clout. That's still builds your reputation. That's also a link that you can put on, you know, online yeah. and have, have direct towards you and helps tell your story. And it's a link you can direct people to, to find out more information about you mm -hmm. once they've already kind of maybe found you in another way. So it's not even necessarily just the way of discovering you initially, but also just building up your conversation with people once they've kind of already found you, but haven't maybe decided to buy yet or haven't decided to sign on for your services. But the more that they can find out about you, the more they're going to feel like they get to know you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just keeping in mind that like, it's a, it's a wider audience, but that's, what's great about it. And you never know who, you know, maybe your ideal client is work from home moms, but if you're in an article that, you know, is, you know, you're in like the wall street journal or something that you, you know, you know, that's yeah. kind of a stretch, but you know, maybe you're hitting businessmen on the way to, on a train on the way to work, but you know what? They all have, a lot of them have wives. A lot of them, they all have moms. Like mm -hmm. a lot of them have sisters. Like there's, and you can't 
underestimate the power of that kind of word of mouth that can then come from your first initial media outreach and, 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 and media coverage. Yeah. So it all like works as a larger piece of, of your marketing. That's awesome. It's almost like a ripple effect. Like when you throw a pebble, it just keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what you want. And that's why media attention, if you, once you do secure it, like it can have effects for yeah, months, years, even. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but what was the other thing that, <laughs> that you were asking, like how to actually make it work? I think, yeah. um, I'll go back to, it, it comes back to the no like and trust factor, which again, like you're probably familiar with if you're doing your own marketing in, in mm-hmm. general. So you're trying to reach people, you know, I, people are always like, well, you know, I have 250 people on my email list or, you know, I have 500 people on my social media following, but you know, I'm not getting enough sales for, you know, to sustain my business or I'm not, you know, signing that many clients. And that makes sense because well, you're only going to get, you know, a small percentage of the people who follow you to actually buy or sign on, especially, you know, yeah. a certain amount of time, you know, maybe years down the line, somebody else is going to, but it's like, how do you reach more people? You need to be reaching more people, not just the people who already know about you and have already chosen to follow you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know that those things, getting people on your email list, getting people in like your social media following so that they're seeing you every day, that's what helps build up that no like and trust factor. That's getting them to know you more and getting them to trust you so that when they are ready to buy or to, to sign on someone for the services you offer, they'll pick you over someone else who maybe offers something similar, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar thing where, you know, you, so you trust if you see like, you know, if your husband does tell you they saw something great in this article and you should look it up, you're going to look it up. Right. Yeah. And similar thing when you see something. So if you see an article about a brand in a publication that you read every month or, you know, by a writer who you follow and, you know, you know, their stuff and you trust them already, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you're, you're jumping in on that trust factor already. So somebody yeah. reads an article written by a writer that they already follow or a publication that they already follow. They follow it for a reason. It's because they care about what they say. They believe and, you know, probably agree with a lot of the things that they write about. They're, they're the people who go out and try something because the, it, it was featured in that publication. And that's because they already have, they've gotten to that no like and trust factor with the publication itself, mm-hmm. even if not you. Yeah. That so makes they sense. Already you're- know when they see you there, they want to check you out. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. And you're kind of coming out on top before you even start, you know, giving your actual message to them, right? Exactly. So Mm -hmm. then when they come to find, you know, they see you there and then they go to your website or go to your Instagram or whatever, they're going to follow and they already feel like they have a reason to trust you. And now they just have to kind of, you know, maybe build that conversation a little more with you. It's not like they're necessarily going to buy immediately, but a certain percentage of them will just because they saw, yeah, the publication say, that they should basically. Yeah, exactly. And then a certain other percentage of them are going to stick around and follow you and they've joined your community now. So Mm -hmm. then once they, you know, certain people take longer to actually, you know, convert obviously, but then they're part of your marketing mix going forward. And that's a way of adding a tremendous amount to your, to your existing lists Mm -hmm. and have that go further. That's awesome. I love it. Um, Do you have anything that you would like to share with our audience, like any type of thing that would help them get started in PR, doing their own PR, or if you have any type of openings or anything like that, that we can kind of tap into and they can tap into um, in order to get started. 
Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of resources on my website, which is polinapair.com. I'm sure you'll have that somewhere. Yep, we'll have and, it in the notes. <laughs> okay. Um, so on there, I have a lot of just like articles that go into a lot of depth on kind of just the blog section. And then I have some really low priced um, templates and things on there too. And then I do also have a whole DIY course for if anybody is like really wants to jump into this by themselves and wants to carry out PR for their brand by themselves. This just walks you through like literally everything that I do for a client. And yeah, so that's a really helpful resource if you want to jump in and do this yourself, because I know not everybody wants to hire someone, but still wants to take some steps to do it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is like the thing about the thing about PR, especially if you're, you know, a mom business owner and you're, you're savvy enough to have started your business and be running a business. And especially if you're like already probably doing most of your own marketing is that you can do like, there's no reason that you can't do PR if you can do your other forms of marketing. And that's the, yeah. like, I think people sometimes feel like it's harder or like that there's something more to it. And, mm -hmm. and it's really not like if you're savvy enough to do everything else, you're savvy enough to do this. You just kind of need, I know people need to like kind of be walked through like, okay, but what should I do when, and how should it look? And yeah. what should like, I write? <laughs> that's yeah, my thing. So, that, so that's like what I help with in that sense. And because yeah, the other thing is just time. So, if, you know, you stay up mm -hmm. 20 minutes after the kids go to bed once a week and you can bang out a lot of it on your own. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. I love it. Okay. So you can find her website in the show notes and you will be able to access all of her um, goodies that she has there. And you'll also be able to access her. So if you want to hire her um, for your PR, her firm, you can definitely do that. So awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? I mean, I just want to, I would just say like, I think Again, don't be don't be scared off by the idea of PR. Don't be scared off by the fact that you have heard that people hire huge firms for thousands of dollars a month, and you know it's not. It doesn't have to be out of reach. People can do PR for your. You can do it for yourself. You can do it for a really reasonable rate if you do want to pay someone, depending on who you find. And even if you just start out by reaching out to one or two writers you know, this month or even this quarter, like that's something, you know, if, and if you can get into one or two articles, like a month or a quarter, that's huge. Yeah. So I just don't want people to be too discouraged, you know, look up, look up one or two writers who are writing about, you know, your space, think about what types of things you'd like to really get out there about your brand and things that you could really contribute to in these types of publications that you're reading. Mm -hmm. and, and just follow those writers for a little while and see what, the, you know, follow them on literally on social media, follow them in their publication, looking up when they, when they put out an article, get to know them and what they're writing about. And then once you feel comfortable enough with them, just send them an email and, you know, I almost think don't even use the word pitch, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's what's scary. People are like a pitch. I don't know how to do a pitch. I don't know what to do for a pitch. Write them an email about your ideas and why, why your idea makes sense right now for their publication and how you specifically can help tell that story or, you know, offer the information or the quotes or the stats or whatever would help round out a story about that type of topic. And just, and just try, just go from there. The worst that happens is they say no or don't reply at all. And you're exactly where you were today yeah. before you did it. So yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so just, okay. Yeah, I love that hard. advice. <laughs> that's doable. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. Keep it just feel small and manageable. And I think that's the best place to start. Okay, perfect. So one last question, what is your favorite thing about being able to work from home? Um, like let's say your son is sick 
from school, homesick from school. Um, what is your favorite thing about being able to be there and, and work from home? I mean, I think it is what you just said, like the fact that I can stay home with, I was going to say, like, he's been sick so much this year already, like being able to stay home and not feel like I'm going to get behind in things or be super stressed out about, you know, not doing work. Like I can still do everything I need to do, but also I can take the time off if I want to, if I want to just spend the afternoon with him because he's sick, like I can do that. And yeah, just that flexibility, just being able to, you know, pick him up from school or take him to something yeah. You know, in the afternoon when otherwise I'd, you know, you'd be stuck in an office. Mm-hmm. So that's I think awesome. that's, that, that's just the best. Okay. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So um, you can find Alessandra at the website in, in the show notes. And um, I thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your PR wisdom with the audience. It's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely hope people reach out if they have any questions. Okay. I'm sure they will. Our audience is amazing. So, um, and she is also a member of the podcast community. So if you'd like to connect with her directly on there, you can as well. So, all right. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Are you looking to reach customers you've never reached before? Are you looking to increase your sales? If you are, I have the solution for you. Join our one day summit on how to increase your revenue with Google My Business. This powerful free tool can maximize your revenue and give you access to customers that are searching for your product or your service exactly when they need it. You'll find out what Google My Business is, why you need to use it, how you can increase your revenue, how much time you need to invest, how to get more reviews, how to respond to reviews, and also how to take amazing pictures for your business with your cell phone. I'm partnering together with Travis Kieran from My Review Revolution and Angie Witten from Harmony Photography. This exclusive limited time one day summit will help you increase your revenue and your understanding of what your customers are really searching for. To register and get instant access please visit thedeterminedmom.com forward slash revenue.